0: Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Meanwhile in the Multiverse podcast. I am one of your hosts, Aaron Lansing.
1: And I'm Keith Denny.
0: Yep, yep. And uh, we back to that action, Jackson. Uh, back in the place to be. Yeah, as always. Late, but <laughs> it's all good, though. We don't, uh, we don't know what we're talking about today, Uh, Besides the upcoming midterms Um, And typically we shy away from with political stuff But given that this is going to be A historic joint coming up here We figured, you know Even though we really don't know much about A lot of the specific policies going on We'd have a conversation just about Just the stuff Kind of reflecting on just how we feel about Where things are right now, just the culture, like where we are and how people are reacting to things. I mean, it's wild right now, man. It's really wild.
1: Now, when you say historic, like what is it about it that's historic and different than any other midterms we've had in the past?
0: Well, in our lifetime, we have not had a president who was a supporter of Nazis. So there's that. (laughs) There's that. <laughs> uh, I think we can begin there, and I mean, frankly, you know, yeah, we we could tour around with trying to put things in more uh, pedestrian and and bland ways, but I, I think we're really way past that at this point. So, I mean, for example, over the weekend we had the uh, murder of eleven people in a Pittsburgh synagogue, um, Jewish people, by a um, white male who I don't remember, I kind of start getting these dudes confused I think he was the one calling Trump a globalist who is being influenced by the Jews in some kind of Zionist plot to overthrow the American government so he figured he was finna go in and take matters to his own hands and murder these people because somehow that was gonna make things better um Prior to that, we had the Trump supporter out in Florida with the vans and the pipe bombs, all those people. The day before that, we had the dude out in Kentucky who tried to go into a black church, wasn't able to make it, shot some people outside of Kroger, two black people outside of Kroger. Um, So we have, like, just, this is just interesting because in each of these cases, the president didn't particularly feel the need to say we really need to address you know how you know, they talk about, like, you know, Muslim, what do they call it? Muslim extremism or some Crap, mm-hmm. I don't even know. Islamic, I don't know. I, I, I forget the verbiage of this stuff. But we don't talk about, like, white radicalization. Like, we don't ask where well, white men were radicalize, even though this where a lot of this terrorism is coming from recently. And these conversations keep happening where people talk about both sides being wrong. And there's, I don't know, there's something interesting about that.
1: So I think we had this discussion before in the past, but do you feel like I mean, there's always been like mass shootings and things like that going on in the United States, but do you feel not like, always.
0: Not always well, and, and since since we have been preteens, yes, but it mass shootings have not always been a thing and neither are bombings necessarily.
1: Well, what, when I mean always, I mean before um Trump's presidency. But do you notice, like, an increase in that since he's become president?
0: In uh, the violent part? Or what are we talking about? In the
1: violent part.
0: I mean, or is it, just it, pretty much it, it doesn't matter same? what my perception is. I mean, like, the reality of it is that it is what it is. I mean, those things are happening more frequently. I mean, we're seeing... It's more like this. Like, we didn't... S- see dudes i mean we made an episode about it i, I don't remember which episode number it is but when the news are talking about some jews and not replace us like that wasn't happening before this dude became president like i, I definitely I, I encourage people listening right now to go back and listen to the episode it was a good one but i mean it, it was it was frightening um i mean <laughs> these people and this is what's interesting so like I I do honestly wonder what people who consider themselves Republicans think about the rhetoric that the politicians of their party are using. Now, that's not to say that Democrats are doing such a great job, you know, themselves on certain things, but the conversations about how, like, both sides are using certain sorts of rhetoric, I mean, that stuff just doesn't add up. Like, so, for example, I don't even know if you've heard about it, and you might have since you're, you know, near the border of the country and people keep talking about it nationally. But there's this, what they're calling a caravan of people coming from Honduras, and they are seeking asylum from violence and all kind of other stuff, and, I mean, like, I've seen a lot of national discussion about how these people are, you know, like, they're talking about, like, they got Muslims in there, they got, they bring a disease, they this, they that, they're talking about these people like this subhuman, and on top of that, like the local commercials here in Tennessee, like my God, like they are ugly. And they, they use this language to these people to dehumanize them and talk about putting up a wall and this and that and you know, anybody who would say these people aren't criminals and terrorists coming to kill us all are dangerous and should not be voted for, a vote for me. It's like damn, like what are we doing?
1: You know the funniest thing I I don't wanna say funny, but the craziest thing about that is who, who are they actually affecting your neighbor? You see what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Like, I mean yeah, that, that's you, see, I think that's what what's I don't I don't think they understand for people who are not white why that feels so dehumanizing. To see that 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 they understand that speaking that way appeals to you, that that by calling other people who don't look like you these dangerous people that that's so okay like imagine if when white people were gentrifying the neighborhood black people start putting out <laughs> advertisements talking about how the whites are coming to get you yeah like, but, but this shit it, would seem bizarre and
1: it'd be the exact opposite like the majority of crime happens between people who look the same I
0: mean like, you can't tell people that they don't yeah, believe but
1: it like for example um this lady used to work with me right white lady and when i told her i was from memphis she was like oh oh i just she was like i love memphis but she said at first she was scared to go and of course and and of course so she's scared and then she goes down there with her boyfriend and she's like oh so this is nice it's not that bad because her boyfriend said well they're not gonna have like all these events and stuff going down here in an area where it's gonna be harm to your to your life in a sense Meaning That's true that everywhere. You, yeah. So, meaning the only people who really are harm is other minorities.
0: Well, okay. So, like,
1: like for it, example, if you're trying to trying to make, I'm, I'm, I think I'm saying this a little bit wrong, but if you're trying to say all these things that, like, let's say, like Hispanic people or immigrants are bringing into this country, uh, the majority of what you're what you're talking about crime wise is crime that's permitted that's happening between themselves in a sense if that does happen
0: well okay, like, so it's, I,
1: it's not bleeding think, it's not bleeding out into other neighborhoods anyway,
0: but see even that to me, I feel like it's such a misnomer because yeah, it is, but it,
1: it, <sighs> it's just like okay, so it's like like if you talk like let's say if we talk about Memphis, for example, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. People talk about how dangerous Memphis is, but it really ain't that dangerous if you're not from there. And depending on what... Then when you say when
0: you're not from there, I th- I know what you mean, but but state that, like, in its full effect.
1: Like... If you just, like... If you, if you just, like, a, a, a visitor to a place, right, and you stay in areas, like, tourist areas, right? It's like if you go to Jamaica, right? People go to Jamaica, like... Every day. You know what I'm saying? You got all these people taking trips in Jamaica. Jamaica can be dangerous as hell, though. You know? Mm-hmm. For the people who live in there, they live in a whole different life than what you think you live in when you go over there and you stand on a resort and shit, right?
0: Well, but the thing... All right, so... Uh, it's, it's... To me, like, the whole conversation about stuff like that is still stupid though because like even if you were talking about like the dangerous areas it's not like the, the the areas people tell you is so outlandish and stuff to speak about those places as if the things that occur there are so are like completely divorced from the people with power is silly Exactly. like the thing if if think about it like this, when you look at areas that people consider dangerous, those areas are considered dangerous until they're gentrified and then they're not dangerous, right? Right. So to speak. But it's and, still it's still but, a but, place. Well, what I mean though is like the so called danger areas move dependent on who where people in power say those areas should be. Like, it's not it's not an uncontrollable thing is what I'm getting at. Mm -hmm. Like that stuff doesn't happen just willy nilly out of nowhere. And you can't get a sense of like how to, you know, keep it in a certain pocket. So, I mean, for me, those conversations are always, they're just, they're trite and full of, of just problems because it, it, it makes it seem as if certain folks are innately prone to acts of violence or crime and this and that. And, I mean, just the, the, nothing backs that up at all. I mean, I don't want to get deep into that part because, you know, it, I feel like it speaks for itself, but.
1: But that's that's the point. I mean, I, that's, that's what I'm saying. So, like, every human being has the something in them to where they can commit an act of violence right and just like what we were just saying about these extremists um they're all that that we just mentioned as involved in these mass shootings the the ones that we just named were all um caucasian males right
0: okay but we'll see all right
1: so but that one but that in that case they're stepping completely outside like that is a complete hate crime you know what I'm saying? Okay, like but many, look, but look, like but how look, many look, times?
0: Here's, you, the, here's the thing. This, this is what I'm, on, I'm getting at. First off, dangerous places are dangerous because people, you know, they move around. They move around the dangerous areas. Like White Haven, as it is today, is not the White Haven. Like Graceland is in White Haven. When White Haven, you gotta
1: let people know that this is in Memphis too.
0: I hope most people. No, if I don't know. Okay, White fine. So, so, for context, say Graceland is the home of Elvis Presley. This still a tourist attraction in the city of Memphis. And White, White Haven. Is Haven in Memphis. White Haven. When Elvis Presley was living there, was not the hood. It is now the hood. Now, what are we gonna think like it was the hood when Elvis moved there? No. Do we also know that that area is you know attempting to be gentrified at this moment? Yes. It will no longer be the hood in 10 years. And then another place will be, you know, chosen to be that. That's how these things function. Like, I, I, it's, but the thing, it's just like, and I I, I don't want to get deep into that part because it's, it's a, an hour to two hour long conversation about economics, crime, you know, who chooses what. So on and so forth. But I, I just feel like those conversa- conversations aren't particularly... You, you can't really have those with people who already have certain entrenched beliefs about certain things. Now, at least as far as, uh, you know, when you get to stuff concerning <laughs> just extreme, extremism. I mean, look, even if we were going to get into this thing about how these people are on the fringe, the president... Is saying that like he's the one. What what makes this this particular election historic, for example, is one of the reasons these people are on the fringe is because they're going off of stuff based on beliefs shared by the president. This caravan could be funded by people. It could be this. It could be that. On Fox News, they start talking about the Jews are this, the Jews are that. You know, these people are this. These people are that. These people don't deserve rights. All this crap. And it's like, that's not... For, like, so look, just because you don't go out and, and murder people, if you allow folks to put kids in cages, for example, if you, when you see police murdering people on video cam, your first response is, well, what did the victim do? You know, when they're running away and shit, like, that. like, I mean this rhetoric has been out there for a long time and there's a lot of reasons it's happening. What I don't understand though, like in in this moment I'm getting at, like there are people who are not going to go out there and go kill people, but they don't care that these things are happening. Like they, they at the very least they're unbothered by these things. I mean, People will tell you rhetorically, we are all Americans. We all share this and that and so on and so forth. But, you know, their silence speaks much louder than, you know, these, these you know, kind of just empty proclamations that they don't seem to hold dear.
1: I think, I think what's confusing to me is, I guess the point I'm trying to make is where does the fear come in? Like, where does the fear of immigrants come in? Truly, like, for example, if you know, if you see a bunch of mass shootings being committed by Caucasian males, but you're not afraid of Caucasian males, then what does that say?
0: Because white people don't hold themselves to the same standard. So, like, you know how you hear people talk about white, black on black crime and why? What's wrong with black families and why is a nuclear black family like like people will say like black fathers on around and that's why young black kids do all shit they do. But you don't see like people coming up to, the, you know, talk about the young white kids shooting all these people indiscriminately or like, you know, shooting schools up and this and that and being like, where are the white fathers at? They don't they don't see themselves in in in. And these people who make these sort of... Who commit these sort of crimes. You know what I mean? I they, like, it's not the same standard. They see themselves as individual human beings who just make mistakes and are wolves and shit. You know? Like, that's the difference. I just Sadly.
1: I just think that there's a lot of hypocritical... There's a lot of hypocrisy dealing with that. Because if you like... Let's say if you're talking about immigrants, like Mexicans, for example... They blame Mexicans for a high crime rate and they blame them for a Mexican people from Honduras, whatever, for a high crime rate and for also bringing drugs into the country. If this country didn't want drugs in the country, then drugs would not be in this motherfucker. Well, yeah, yeah.
0: that's and, not. I mean, yeah, I, I agree.
1: You like, know what I'm saying? And, and as far as the crime is concerned, I have yet, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, I have yet. Seeing a Mexican walk into a white school and kill white children. But people don't look or at it like that. And that's what I'm saying. Or, or like, they they into don't want to see and...
0: themselves. Like, look, we ain't heard of no mass shooter who was a girl, for example, going out and, like, just murdering, like, getting an AR-15 and just going after her, her high school classmates. Like, the things we've got, think about how wild this is. There was a shooting... I don't even. First off, it's wild that, like, a kid got shot and killed, like, over something stupid. And we don't even, like, really hear where it was. I mean, like, this stuff is so common now. It happened, I want to say, like, Monday or Tuesday. And I bullshit you not. It reminded me of the opener of South Park this season. So, in the opener, these kids. So, they're in the. Whatever the name of the elementary school is in South Park. This kid gets shot and killed. And then they. and, And, like,. They just had to keep going to school. And like they have multiple mass shoots during the episode and everybody all the adults keep acting like it's just nothing. And Sharon keeps freaking out, like, why aren't y'all upset about this? Meanwhile, it's in real life, what I was about to bring up, there was a shooting where uh this kid was killed. You know, they got into some kind of scrum and then one kid pulled out a gun and killed the other kid. These motherfuckers didn't even close school for the day. They kept classes going. That's how the people in the general population think how no, how normal this shit is. Like, yeah, so you just had a classmate get killed, but we still need your ass to go to third period. Like, what the hell is going on? Like, where's that normal? I mean, like, and we expect kids to just treat it like it's normal. Man, that's, that's bizarre, man. Like I, it's, I just don't understand what we're being handed. You know, like we're about to become the generation that takes over, and I don't, I don't understand what our parents' generation is doing.
1: I actually think people talk talk shit about this generation that's coming up. I think they're gonna be a lot better. Huh? The one, the that's ones coming, behind us. The one that's coming up after us. They some what. Like, like um, I'm, I'm not
0: I'm not shitting on them, but like I'm asking you where you get this. I'm just this? getting just I'm
1: just getting this just from being you know my sister. She's 18, and like her and her friends. Maybe I'm biased in saying this, but they're very open in thought in a sense. You know what I'm saying in a way that I'm not even used to being raised up and sin You know, and I think that. They're going to be left to fix up the mess that we leave behind, and I also think that they're smarter. Now they might not be; they they entitled this as shit, but so were so were we, you know, and so were our yeah, parents.
0: But but so I think part of the issue. Look, the, I, I'm not I'm not uh, disagreeing with the point you're making about your sister and her friends and stuff, but like. This is almost too close to the argument we heard when we were first entering college. Well, where all the races are finna die. As if these motherfuckers didn't have kids.
1: What you what? I don't know remember. how I like said. when
0: we were in college and people were like, We're so hopeful for the future, blah, blah, blah. The people with these closed minded views will not be around anymore. They're dying.
1: Yeah, they, they, they still they they haven't fully died yet. That's the thing. They are
0: dying. No, bro, they had kids. These people who are doing a lot of this stuff now are—they had—they had kids and they're passing these messages on and they're—they're they're in the forefront. These these new, like, look when that Charlottesville stuff happened, it wasn't a bunch of old motherfuckers. It was people younger than us out there. The vast majority of them. The one that killed that girl, he was younger than us. Yeah. The dude. So I don't even know. So like you said, you ain't been following much news okay. stuff. Not like I've been following, no, following what a I'm bunch. I'm saying of that I
1: think overall. I I think, to, but I, I, think think I that to overall, like you going you gonna have some fucked up people don't get me wrong but there's a lot of people that 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 don't I guess you could say that don't connect with the messages that their parents have because they're open to more outside of the home
0: but that's true t- there are people who are more open to shit today than they were back when we were growing up. like when that's we what I'm were, saying but what I'm saying like when we yeah but but what I'm saying is There are also more extreme messages the other way and people who are being allowed to openly discuss being Nazis as like some real normal ass shit. And to talk about. I I just think as much as we we can give us pat ourselves on the back for like more progressive views, it's not like we haven't seen those things go the other way also. Yeah, I mean,
1: that's true. the fact but, that
0: we have the person in place, like, you, you can't discount the fact that the dude who is president is president.
1: Yeah, but that's temporary. I'm talking about, like, I'm I'm speaking more like 15, 20 years from now.
0: Yeah, but, like, if these it's people stand... A- okay, so, like, that's what I'm speaking to. So, like, for example, these midterms, if the Democrats blow this up, which they could blow this, like, easily, because they're... And I, I'll, I'll make the point about that in a second, but if they lost this joint, there are a lot of things coming down the pike that are, like, really, really crucial. If you can't, you know, do some—had get, get had his dude confined to some degree for the next two years. Because here's the truth of the matter. The Democrats are so useless that they're floating the idea that Hillary Clinton will run in 2020. now here's the thing let me ask you a question so we just talked about these things with the Republicans we can talk a lot about what we know that they believe like they have unified messages on things from taxes immigration, healthcare you know all kinds of shit we know what Republicans think we don't have any unified message for anything with Democrats period period do you know anything about what their platform is nationally or even, I know like you got that guy Beto York
1: out there or Rourke. Yeah. the, it's, um, so, yeah, well, I think Rourke is his first name. No, nah, it's Beto. No, nah, it's like. Beto. Beto. Roark. So,
0: so he doing his thing. That's cool. But like, we don't know what Democrats are running on in nah. general, like outside of not being Republicans, they're not doing anything to motivate people. True. So what I'm saying to you is, we can get on this all with how people feel. I mean, Hillary won a popular vote and lost. And we got areas like in Georgia right now, the dude who's running against the Democrat, I can't think of these folks' names right now. I believe the Republican's name is Kemp. He's actually the attorney general. This dude is like literally taking hundreds of thousands of people off the voter rolls to make it where they can't vote. Most of these people are not white that they're taking off, and they're including like people, melanin and They're taking them out, and the thing is, even with that, the black woman running against him is still like neck and neck with the guy. But they all that you know this year they gutted parts of the Voting Rights Act, so it's actually really hard for people to vote in a way that wasn't true before. And this guy running as a state attorney general in Georgia is using his influence as the state attorney general to take away votes from people. That's what I'm saying. Like, this ain't just simply about ideology and, like, how people feel. Like, it's how people feel and, like, is very different from, like, whether you win or not. You got to remember the Republicans don't even want to put in funds to protect our elections from an electronic standpoint from people hacking the shit. They, they, they're all about winning by any means necessary. They don't give a damn. Yeah. So it ain't just about how we feel and all that. Like This is about power grabs. And so it has to be about motivating people and helping change how people view some of these views. that They're like, oh, maybe... like Because the way a lot of people talk about it, they like, oh, maybe they just sincerely think this, or maybe it's like this policy thing. Like, nah, these folks, they wicked. And, and they're willing to go about it any kind of way. Like, and that's what's frustrating. Like, I do want to believe people are acting in good faith in some of these things. But, you know, fact of the matter is, if you go on and sit up here and, you know, fake the funk on people's right to vote, you ain't shit. This is just not about making arguments and doing what's best for the country and all that. They don't give a shit about that. That's the problem. So that's why it's it's crucial in a way that's very different. I mean, I'm, I'm not old enough to, you know, really say I knew exactly. Like, I was, you know, in college when the the W stuff was going on. And I voted... You know, in the 2012 uh, election, I said 2012, excuse me, 2008. No, damn, let me go back 2004. Shit, I forget how old I am. Oh, <laughs> uh, what was it? Maybe it was 2006. I don't think I got to vote for for president then. No, I was too young. So I was 17. Yeah, so I would have voted in the following midterms, 2006, and then uh, 2008 going forward. Um, But, I mean, truly, truly. You know, I mean, you think about it, the Republicans didn't win a popular vote with Bush, with W, because they Mm -hmm. remember the stuff that happened in Florida. And even if you don't even take that into account, he lost the popular vote against Al Gore. Um, I think he won the popular vote against Kerry, but obviously Obama won a popular vote 2008, 2012, and then Trump lost a popular vote. Hillary won a popular vote in 2016. Like, so, the numbers bear out. If you let people vote, Republicans ain't gonna win that shit. They understand that. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: Like, it's, it's wild. So, that's why I think we can, we can have some encouragement that, like, yeah, some things have changed, but also, the, the way we, we seek information and get triggered by so easily, like... I mean that's that's problematic. Like we just don't have any fucking self control. Like we just let information run us. You know? Even when it's people that it ain't even real. I say well, people that aren't real. Just when it's just like a bot or just some text. Like you just gotta react to it, you gotta be mad, you gotta, you know, have some particular feeling towards it and, and feel like the other side is just, you know, not even humane.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess that's always been going on throughout his uh, human history, though, I guess. Everybody got to have something that they feel like they could connect to and shit on everybody else. So.
0: So, quick question, too. Um, That shooting that happened um, out in Dallas Mm -hmm. with that cop who entered the apartment of the black man. Um I know the family's going forward. His name was um Bothham Jean. Um have you have, have you had conversations with people at all about that locally? No, I
1: know. Even if it's just like your folks. Yeah, nobody really talking about it, I know.
0: Man, this is weird. I mean, like
1: they talked about it a little bit on the radio, some here and there. Um, and you know, just kind of like all these different like racial tensions that kind of pretty much came up from that. Um
0: I mean, is Dallas a, a town that you feel comfortable in overall? Like if you were comparing like let's just say if you were using Memphis as a comparison.
1: Um well, I'm gonna tell you something. I guess if I was comparing anything to Memphis, then, you know, it's pretty decent, you know. (laughs) And I know, I know there's worse places to be from, but it's like, and then it's also like, I think it depends on like your standard of living, right? That's true. Yeah,
0: that's very true. If I
1: came, if I came to Dallas with making the same that I was making when I was making in Memphis then certain things I would be more influenced by, if that makes sense, you know. And I stay in a pretty decent area, and I'm pretty secluded for the most part. Um, but, of course, you know, I hear about big stuff, like, that goes on, like, with that or whatever. <clears throat> and it's just, I mean, in short, it's just all bullshit. Like, if you, if you ask me, she murdered that man in cold blood. She knew who he was and for whatever reason she came to his apartment, she murdered him.
0: It's not clear. that's still been a part. I don't know if is figured out. Like, did they have a a um some kind of you know, I'm not even talking about like romantic stuff, but like did they know each other prior?
1: Nobody knows yet, from my understanding. Yeah. Um Um, but it's just how the story is told, it seems like, it, in one way or another, he was familiar with her.
0: It'd be like, if you, this is like, if you were watching American Vandal, and you saw like, this set of shit happening, you'd be like, Dog, what, wait, I'm gonna find out episode five, finally what happened, but yeah, this is suspicious as hell.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's kinda weird, like, I mean, I would like to know more about it, but, um, I mean, everything that she says just screams out, "I'm lying," you know.
0: What is taking them so long to say stuff? Because this has been over a month now. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know, man. This interesting. I don't I don't know what would take. It. One thing that was really interesting. I really think uh, you would enjoy this interesting series. I mean, Lord, the season of Serial. The podcast, yeah, it's talking about Cleveland or, or areas like in the surrounding, um, um, I'll say neighborhoods, but like kind of neighboring cities of Cleveland, Ohio, and it's talking about the judicial system and how people get caught up. And there are a couple examples where um, there's police violence and what, like, what happens if a victim decides to go forward with a case against the cops. And one of the things that came up is just and I mean we see this happen all the time. Like whoever the DA is, if they have to charge a cop, like just what kind of tension that brings to just the the, that whole system in the city. Man, it's it's just wild. I, I, I cannot believe we run shit like this. It's so dumb. But I, I really encourage people to listen to that. Keith, definitely, I, I think you would get stuff out of it. It, it was very upsetting. I mean, it, it confirmed things I already knew. Um, and that it's not like I haven't heard of so many of stories before, but the way they, they show their journey. And you can see, you can hear the, the uh, not say the narrators, the hosts of the show kind of come into a realization like, oh shit, this is how it goes down. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I've met so many people in Memphis, I know so many people in Memphis who, you hear them talk about interactions, not even just with police, but just, like, authority figures, whether it's teachers or whatever, and, you know, it almost be coming across, I think, to some people, like, some "what was me shit, like, nothing, you know, like, like almost like people are never taking accountability for their own actions, but then it's like, damn, when you see how, how things go down, it's like, it's not always that straightforward yeah it's not um, <sighs> i I feel thankful to to have to be who i am and and not have to put up with that stuff but it is it is this really weird thing when you're black and you're removed from that stuff. And you still feel connected to your community in a lot of ways. But it's like you aren't impacted by those things simply because of what you have. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's a, that's a weird thing to try to explain to people. And it's something that, you know, I think middle class white people just, it's just weird. Since white people don't have dialogues about themselves, it is like a whole like, when they talk about everyday Americans, like, when we did our, our episode about Roseanne and Low Key, when you hear people do critiques of Roseanne, like, if you're reading, like, it's stuff in the media, when they talk about middle America and, like, these everyday Americans, they speak about them like they're not white people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're, like they're, they're different white people. They're, they're not us, they're them. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, we are all Americans, but these are the everyday Americans. They're the ones with the hardships and shit. We're just the ones, like, I don't know, man. I I can't find a language for it right now, but there's something really interesting in how they make that that difference, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. as, as John Paul Sartre would say.
1: <laughs> difference. But,
0: um. Yeah, yeah, I think we can start closing up, though. We can go on a little long. Yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. We can go on and start closing up here. And um if you guys enjoy us here, at meanwhile, in the multiverse, also check us out with um Tim Malloy with low key.
0: Yeah, I think this would be a hard one to say you just enjoy, but uh we hope you got something from the conversation. Um, yeah. we are definitely going to um, you know, try to Bring us back on a regular basis. Um, I'm actually, I think we really should talk about the next season of Daredevil or season three. I haven't gotten to it yet. I've heard amazing things about it.
1: I haven't watched it yet, neither.
0: Yeah, we need to. We need to get back to the, the yeah. things that bring us joy. <laughs>
1: yeah, true. Hey, did yeah. um did um Sarah check out the Dragon Prince yet?
0: No, uh, I think she's planning to do that soon. I'll be joining her with that. Oh, by the way, uh, Castlevania Season 2, if you have not checked it out, definitely do that. Um, you definitely got to have a stomach to handle some gore if you're going to watch it, but I mean, if you so can get through that, it's good.
1: The first one had, um, what, little demon things eating babies, in it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, it was a little, so, little too much. Now that I said it out loud, it made me feel some type of way.
0: Yeah, look at you. You're like, Yo. oh my god, I enjoyed
1: that. Oh. I didn't enjoy that. I like. <laughs> I tell you what, don't. I tell you what, not to watch. Even though I just said what I just said, but that that chilling said. adventures Sabrina. of Sabrina. Too much. Well,
0: okay, okay. Wait, before we close, all right. So Sarah likes the show. What, what's going on? It's with just, it though? it's
1: too demonic to me. Like I I I don't. I know it's about
0: for, satanic for, stuff. Yeah, but it's like, too what satanic,
1: man, and I think because yeah, um, I, I don't know it's it's too it's too much. Can I like, give you an
0: example. I'm curious because I ain't gonna watch the show.
1: It's stuff that I, I wouldn't say out loud as a Christian. <laughs> Put uh-huh. it that way. so but just just know it just made me feel a way. You know how some stuff just make you uh like even when I said that thing about Castle Blan Castlevania. I felt some type of way, you know what I'm saying? Okay, it's, look, it's kinda how I felt. Watching that is how I felt when I watched um Kanye West visit Trump. Well like man, I felt
0: so are, so are you saying that the baby eating thing was worse or, or just as bad as what you saw in the Sabrina Sabrina, show? Sabrina
1: is just too much for me. Like all the way around. Just, it's just constantly too much. too much. It's too much it's too demonic. Like okay,
0: wait, but bro, you've watched plenty of like things like this and no it is it you like that.
1: I think I think what it is is that I can deal with like supernatural stuff, demonic stuff to an extent, but at least the protagonist gotta have some type of light in them. Like if the uh, <laughs> i was about, about to give Berserkers an so example. If if Sabrina <laughs> and her aunts are all devil worshippers, who do you who do you turn to? You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: but I think most TV. Okay, so you saying she's like not a redeemable protagonist?
1: She's a, a Satan worshiper. I just can't. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what you do once you worship Satan. That's it for me. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but like, is it like
0: Satan, Satan, or is it like no? You it's know,
1: Satan, like... Satan. Okay. It's it's Satan.
0: Like like Satan of, of the judeo Christian uh, kind, or like. Kind of I don't like, know. I don't
1: Satan. know. I don't know any other Satan. It's not Satan from an anime. It's not. Um, the devil <laughs> is a part timer. It's. <laughs> it's,
0: not, it's not. It's not the confidence man. It's, it's not, not Mister
1: Satan. Satan from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> it's, All right, I
0: got you. I got you. All yeah, right. So,
1: but anyway, that's my thing. I, well, I always tell people. I saw one episode of. It, I said, I'm done. This is <laughs> it. I'm not watching this. Demonic. That's probably
0: as bad as it's gonna be. They trying to put you in the scene for the pilot. Who knows?
1: I would never, would I ever, be involved with that show. But, but anyway, just,
0: I just want to keep laughing at this for like two more seconds, just because the baby eating in Castlevania is definitely episode one, and you finished yes. that.
1: That's definitely episode one. But you gotta, I guess you, I gotta, you gotta understand, like. I guess people gotta understand the context of what's happening and certain stuff, right? <laughs> the context like, of it, baby. like, but also I the, might. The, the Dracula was pissed because I mean, they killed his wife, so he decided to destroy kinda, him. It's kind of like context. it's very, it's very vivid. You know what I'm saying? It's very, no, they, they don't turn the
0: camera away.
1: It's very what it is, but at the end of the day, Dracula is the villain. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's not like.
0: Alright, so, so it's not like Dracula is your protagonist and he's supposed to be the one you follow the whole story and he's the one eating kids and he's supposed to be sympathetic to him in some way.
1: Yeah, it's one thing for like there to be demonic elements in the story but then the demonic elements are the bad guys and the protagonist has the light like, and they're the ones going against them. It's another thing for the protagonist to be a Satan worshiper along with everybody else. You see what I'm saying?
0: Okay, but so are you supposed to feel sympathetic to the protagonist? Or are you just on this journey with them?
1: I don't give a fuck about Sabrina because she's a devil worshiper. Like once I found that out, I was like, I'm done with the show.
0: It's in, the, ain't it? In the title of the show.
1: I didn't get that nowhere in the show. I, don't, I guess, I, don't really I guess what it is, it's too, re- it's too realistic for me. That's probably what it is. It's because when I think of witchcraft let's not get into this conversation because it's kind of like too far off and we really exited that. We'll have to have a whole nother podcast.
0: (laughs) Next episode, Satanism. (laughs) And and Daredevil.
1: (laughs) And Daredevil. Perfect combination. But anyway.
0: We'll catch y'all next time.
1: Alright, see you. Peace.